Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners, and here we are again on the Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode. Today I'm joined by a lady by the name of Aurélie Lemire, and Aurélie is based in France. Um, I'm not quite sure whether she's originally from France, but I know that she'll tell us in a moment. Um, in fact, in a moment, Aurélie, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paul, for having me here. It's such an honour and pleasure. No problem. So just clear up that point for us, um, Aurelie. Are you originally from France? I know you're living there now. Um, yes, I am originally from Normandie, France. Yes, the north of France. That's okay. where my deep roots are. <laughs> Your deep roots. And um, we've just had a little conversation off air, haven't we, about you know, setting the, the conversation and what you, the messages that you want to convey and sharing some insights around your life, around the topic of living a joy-filled life. Tell us, set us out on that journey, or really, and tell us why you've chosen that, that focus. Yeah, as I was just sharing with you earlier, I feel like my journey has led me to to realize who we truly are, you know, as human beings, we are joy-filled beings when we allow it. And it's been a long road for me to get to this embodiment of joy and being joy, being the joy catalyst, the joy coach, the joy trainer that I I am today, that have become. It's been quite a long, uh, yeah, long journey. But it all it's all about, you know diving deep within yourself you know like doing a lot of personal development working on my you know inner beings what's resonating with me what's not resonating with me and and really my journey has been about being authentic to myself you know this true authentic being so that i would always be aligned with that truth and do what i'm here to do in this on this planet <laughs> on this earth and um so yeah, the journey, oh, where do we start? <laughs> it's a, there's a lot to say about this journey uh, to to live a joy-filled life. <laughs> mm. Well, let me set the tone on that, really, if I may, because I've, obviously I've got the benefit of having spoken to you um, on, on more than one occasion. So I kind of know the the origins of that journey and that path, if you will. Yes. Um, but I want to set the tone for that by saying or by quoting something that's said to me quite regularly um but by people paul that you know this these insights are fun and they're great but how how do people that's in real dark desperation make make that change because you know very rarely do people your guests tell about the dark depression the desperation um, and sometimes we can't relate to that, um, you know, that that more happier way of being 
because it's almost as if people were born happy and they're telling us about that. But for you, really, that's not the case, is it? Because I know you have got some darkness to tell about. Yeah, it's been really dark these past two months, really facing uh, facing yeah, my own darkness, my own limiting beliefs, my own limited thoughts and own emo- limit, negative emotions. So I've been diving deep within, like especially, I mean, it's been a 10-year journey, but the last two months I've been really sitting in deep darkness and really dealing with it facing it and embracing it you know and who it was a tough place to be you know it was really a tough place to be very difficult and challenging um as i was really looking at the shame the blame the you know the past ne- conditioning negative conditioning that i've that i've been uh, taught through you know my whether it's my parents my family my teachers educators really facing you know the blame the shame and maybe the fears that are still remaining within myself the doubts and uh the guilt and we all carry these you know we all carry these emotions at different degrees within ourselves and if we don't deal with it then it remains and it stops us it prevents us from moving forward in our life and truly be the joyful being that we are that we can be when we allow it so what helped me you know because you ask about the how to what really helped me in this moment of darkness is meditating you know finding time to really be present with myself my thoughts my beliefs and and try to find also the best feeling you know things to do the the things that really make me feel better and so the meditation is one of the tool that i use um the other tool is singing as I sing and as I play my accordion, because I'm also accordionist, and when I use these tools of singing, you know, I chant like medicine songs or soul songs, uh, and then a song that I wrote called Peaceful Change, I know it it raised my vibration and it shifts me from a, a very negative feeling or emotion to a positive one, and it uplifts me and it brings that joy within me. It helps me to remember that joy is truly within me. So this is the tools I use right now um, to help me, the how-to, the singing and the playing music. And also the last thing that I've been doing that I I, I really got out of my comfort zone recently. I just said, you know what? You want to dance. You want your inner little girl to dance. Just create that dance and offer it. And that's what I started doing now. I started to create this workshop of dancing, present, I call it present dance. And I offered it to, to, to some people at, uh, at a wellness uh, center. And then I was surprised to see actually that a lot of people were receptive to this present dance. So I was actually also finding my joy through dancing, you know, finding and, and allowing me to feel that, that better feeling thought, that better feeling state through dancing in the present moment. And the journey was just incredible in that dance. The theme that I offered in that dance was uh, uh, finding and connecting to your inner child. So connecting to your inner child and what does this inner child want? And um, or this inner little girls want? What do they want? What makes them truly happy and joyful and joy-filled? And so, I, you know, I connect to that, to what makes me feel good and allow it to manifest itself. And this is really, truly... So far, how I'm creating my joy-filled reality, my joy-filled life. 
Mm. So from what you're saying, O'Reilly, uh, well, actually, you said it at the uh, at the beginning of the conversation um, about it being a long journey. Mm. It's not easy. So what would you say to people then that actually might say, well, if it's not easy, O'Reilly, I may as well stay where I am then. Why would I put all this effort in? Why would I want to make the change? Is, is it really worth it? What would be your answer to that? Uh, that's a good one. That's a good question. I, I mean, even though I'm sitting, you know, with this darkness and, and actually I was, okay, so to go where I am now and where I was, I was, you know, in South Africa and I felt that I was, I was really embodying more joy. Like I was really a true being of joy there. And because I don't know, it's just... It's just who I've become there, this this embodiment of joy. And now that I'm being back to my, like, so I just returned in May from South Africa, just to frame the context. Uh, I just came back from uh, Cape Town, South Africa in May. And so I've just like started, you know, to create my new, a new uh, business here as a, as a joy coach and catalyst and wellness coach. And um, I feel that, um, it's hard, you know, to really start all over again from zero, not knowing anyone here, not having any group or like uh, any any connections that understands how you truly feel deep inside of you. And so that's why I was in this dark place, because I felt like no one around me was understanding where I was sitting, where I was in this darkness, this dark moment of 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 it was like death basically i was experiencing death i was dead inside and i'm starting to slowly slowly being reborn reborn or going through rebirth again in this new place new uh you know new new work or new new yeah new beginnings it's everything is new and and so i would say you know the things that helps me get out is or to get out of that that darkness wanting to to be better is through reaching out and like connecting to people like you that really understand the journey you know of 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 sitting with darkness but knowing there has to be something better and there has to be people to understand where you are now or understand your journey so yeah you reminded me when we spoke um, earlier a few days ago that um it's important to reach out to to other people, you know, and connect with other people. It's through this, this, um, this, uh, what's the word? Um, it's through this abilities or through this um, um, opportunities of being heard and being listened to that we can actually shift what's no longer working for us or what's sitting there in the negative dark space. So I, I would mm. say, yeah, it's important to reach out, reach out, even if it's if you're really in darkness and you you think that no one will understand how you actually feel right now in this present moment, but someone out there is there for you, waiting for you to, to actually share how you feel because they might feel the same. And so you sharing how you feel will help them as well, you know, get out of that darkness. So that's that's how I feel it's important to share how you feel always in the moment so that you may help yeah. another person to to get out of that darkness too 
and, and feel yeah. what you're feeling because many people obviously feel what we are all feeling right now this intensity of emotions and sometimes good sometimes bad or negative whatever you call it you know but yeah it's important to remember to be fully present with it you know and then allow maybe someone else to be present with that too to help you in this situation what what you've said there really is absolutely it's you know i think when you know when we're kind of trapped in this darkness this depression this despair um i certainly when i recollect my own many 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 years and decades in that uh, in that dungeon in that uh, dark existence i can remember that i always used to think there's got to be some real deep complicated long drawn out real beyond comprehension way of solving this problem that is me Mm. Um, it was all about me and I, I was like um, a sort of goldfish trapped in a small bowl in fact I was trapped in a small jam jar I was like just going round and round and round and round and it was I couldn't break free from it and that example actually I want to bring in the concept of space mm. and to embody that with what you've just said in terms of how to break free from this dark depression, I keep using the same words deliberately, this dark depression, this desperation, Mm -hmm. trapped in a goldfish bowl, going round and round and round, banging your head on the same walls of the jar because you're trying to break out and it won't let you break out. You're trapped, literally. And for me, it's a very simple insight, breakthrough. Although it took me years to actually realise this, you know, in the matter of two minutes, I can convey what that was. And the first book I wrote was called um, Mastering the Game of Life. And it was about my time involved in the influence of football in my life. Mm. And one of the things I learned in football as a player was the greatest asset you can have on a football pitch is space. Because Mm. then you've got time to to think what you're going to do with the ball rather being pressured and just making mistakes and kicking the ball anywhere. And I think that's a great metaphor for life. So if we imagine ourselves as football players and there is no opponent breathing down our neck, pressuring us everyday life, we've got that space to think, right, what am I going to do with this pass now? And to achieve our goal is very simple. All we need to do is pass the ball to somebody that's one step in front of us closer to our goal. That's all we need to do. Just pass the ball to somebody that's closer to our goal than us. And so I use that as a metaphor, really, or really, to to capture what you've just said about that need for support, that want the benefits of Mm. support, reaching out to have somebody, and I think this is the crucial thing, that is just that one step in front, because... If we take our inspiration from people that are further behind, then we run the risk of being further behind. Mm, Absolutely. Mm. You know, so we've got to be careful in terms of trying to achieve our goal. Mm. Um, But that's a very simple way. And I wrote about that in my first book, Mastering the Game of Life, Halftime Reflections, about how we can move forward. And I think this whole idea that we've got to oh okay well i've got to start a school in africa and i've got to do this and i've got to do that and it's like no you haven't 
why have you got to do all that? That's media about be the best you can be. And, you know, if you can start a school in Africa or, or whatever, save the whales or whatever the project is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all very, very admirable focuses. Absolutely. But I think there's a lot of pressure yeah. um, put on us as individuals in the world of personal development, self-improvement, call it what you will. But isn't the reality or really that actually if we can just nudge a bit forward each day, isn't that great progress? I think it's wonderful progress. Yeah. Yes, this is beautiful. I love what you just shared. It's so powerful, actually, very empowering to be to be happy with where we are sitting right now, wherever we are sitting, just to be grateful, appreciative and accepting where we are sitting right now. And that's what we tend to forget with our little, that little judgmental voice, you know, that sometimes speaks, you know, sometimes that little inner voice doesn't allow us to sit with what's happening here in the present moment. Mm. She just come and criticize, you know, because that's the uh, conditioning. But when you allow the space to, wow, for, yeah, to just be, just be right now in this present moment, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that's, that's just, wow, powerful. Yeah. In the, uh, in the podcast prior to this one, or really, um, I had a conversation with a, with a gentleman from Indiana, Indianapolis, in the United States of America, mm -hmm. kind of around the joy theme. And one of the points he raised, and I think this is very valid to what we're talking about, and as I say, this was literally the previous episode, was around this realisation that what we say to ourselves is often far more important than what others say to us. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, 100%, yes. Yes, because you know, we know better than anyone else. <laughs> mm. We know better than anyone else what's right for you, for us, what's good for us, and what resonates for us. Because it's it's what's aligned with ourselves and our truth, our inner truth. You know, no one else can tell us what's what's our inner truth. You know, we're the only one who knows. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, just it's bringing that's up coming up to mind as you say that too is just. You know, I've always been wanting to be like a Mother Teresa, like a saving the world, just, you know, saving others. But I just receive, like, often I receive now this confirmation, the earth or the planet doesn't need to be helped or saved. We need to save ourselves. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is another insight um you know that we need to serve ourselves we don't need to serve anybody else no one else nothing else but ourselves i love that and i've got a one of the captions i've developed about that is the lighthouse a lighthouse doesn't leave the rocks and go searching all over the sea to save people it stands there it shines brightly and it does no more it doesn't need to do anymore. And isn't that a great metaphor for us as people, or really for us to be, you know, live our full potential of who we are, whatever that may be. Yeah. And I say who we are, not who we think we are, but who we truly are. And we strip back all these labels, all this conditioning. Mm -hmm. It's like taking plasters. We imagine as a young child that from an early age, there's a plaster that you are, okay, or really, you are female, so there's a plaster. 
bang, female. Or really, you've got dark hair, so all of a sudden you are a dark-haired female. Or really, you are this. Or really, you are that. This, mm. that, that. And by the time we go through life, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, we've got so many plasters, so many labels. Oh, yeah. No wonder we're confused who we are. Exactly. <laughs> You're spot on. You got it. You got it spot on. Absolutely. It's like we forget who we truly are because of these labels, because of all these, yeah, these these thoughts that are put upon us constantly, daily. I mean, even informations that bombards us daily whenever we go on social media or even if we watch TV. I mean, I don't watch TV. I don't. I basically usually go on the internet to just to, to, to look for things that uplift me and empower me. You know, that's my TV nowadays is like YouTube videos that are going to make a positive difference in my life. So that's what I seek mainly. And um, yeah, I just love what you shared. It's absolutely true. And it's the only, it's the only way. And I love the, the, the metaphor you did with the lighthouse because I just moved actually near a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> coincidence. In There's a world no coincidence. No co- I'm telling you, no coincidence. Only absolutely. synchronicities. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love to flirt with that word, Aurelia. I love to... Any opportunity I've got to say, oh, that's a coincidence. I always take it, knowing full well that there aren't, there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my little sort of uh, dance with humour, which uh, <laughs> sometimes people like it, sometimes people don't. But uh, yeah. anyway, um, I mean, taking back those labels, stripping those labels off that we've acquired over the years, the decades, uh, and as you said, quite rightly, usually from people. Uh, that are very close to us, our parents, our teachers, yeah. our, our guides, our guardians. Um, but, you know, undoubtedly come from, well, in most cases, not all, but most cases from a place of good of good intention and love. Because mm. isn't it true that we all do the best we can within our present level of awareness, whatever that may be? Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it wrong. It makes it, you know, if I... If I gave somebody a piece of advice, for example, it wouldn't, or if I shared a belief, it wouldn't make it right and it wouldn't make it wrong. What it would make it is my belief, my thought that I share. Um, And I think that's true for all of us. But I think one of the things that as we grow, we actually are led to believe that people in authority have got, you know, particularly as a child looking up to an adult, they've got all the answers And so we take that at face value and then, you know, yet again, we amass all these plasters, labels. Well, a doctor told me this, so it must be right because he or she's Mm. an expert and I'm only a child or, well, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. And I I don't single doctors out, but I just use that as one simple example. Um, But it is literally, isn't it, about having the awareness to start saying, okay, Let's start taking these plasters off. But is it true to say in terms of living a joyful life or really there's actually a stage before that? And that stage is knowing that somebody actually really cares. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. I think what contributed to my own personal growth and evolution towards loving myself more was 
to surround myself with uh, like mentors and people who are who are great examples in this world you know who are really living in their truth and really practice unconditional love that was that's what you know really really helped me is to 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 be around these amazing beings of love light peace that are that are leading by example and practicing you know what they preach as well you know to others yeah um, yeah i'm blessed to have met such amazing people in my life that are really good you know models to change what's what's you know to change what's no longer working for me and they've been yeah they've been really guiding me in a in a positive way on this journey i suppose for all of us then already it's about you know if we're a ship in the in one of life's storms whatever that may be it's mm. about having the faith and i'm very careful how i use that word faith but having the faith to know that there'll be a lighthouse somewhere to guide us yes to lift us and mm. and it is about kind of knowing that somebody really cares and you know i very very often have debates around self love comes first that's very easy to say that is very easy to say but try telling that to somebody that's sitting alone in a very very dark desperate place and you know when we look at that example that metaphor of pushing over a domino and and then obviously that will knock over all the subsequent dominoes but where are you going to find the courage the inspiration the insight the the, the desire to want to push over that first domino and sometimes it's knowing that often it's knowing that somebody really cares and helps us to push that first domino mm -hmm. over yes um yes. and you know i think that's very often overlooked from from some of the stuff i hear personally and that just makes it my opinion doesn't make it right but i think to know that somebody cares and as you say or really to have that i'm surrounding myself by people that are you know we can use the term love with each other without there being you know me and you as a male and a female we can mm -hmm. talk about love yes. without any any sexual connotation exactly yeah and and that's isn't that the reality of the foundation of our world and i think there again you know we can very easily lose sight of that because of a label or the conditioning that we've amassed over the years mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's yeah it's a it's a great topic to talk about as well like you know how i mean this is my my dear friend i, I was talking about um Dr. Bruce Copley challenges me and, 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 and leave me with this thought. Have we evolved in our capacity to love? How, are we, how have we evolved in our capacity to love, whether it's ourselves or others, you know? It's a good, it's a good thought to, mm. to be left with, you know, to see how much, how much am I loving myself, you know? How much am I loving others? And, you know, because without love what's the purpose you know of like what's the point of of being here on this planet if there's no love right yeah yeah what's the I mean, point without... of existence what's the point of existing if there's no love and if we don't share like like for it's the same like for me if i don't share the the wisdom and maybe the knowledge and the passions and or the the tools that i've learned over the years then there's then i don't feel there's any 
any joy anymore in life you know i feel that uh, joy happens or happiness happens when when it is shared this is really how i feel like you know what makes me the happiest is to make others happy you know through doing what i make through doing what makes me happy <laughs> if that mm. makes any sense yeah Making it does, others it makes... happy through doing what makes me happy yeah yeah because i think you summed it up perfectly there without love um it is it's just an existence and it's barely an existence yes you know yeah. and i and i personally speak um really as, as listeners all know from from decades of of being in that dark place that dark desperate place for decades mm. and i was barely barely i mean okay i had a pulse but that was it i had no you know through my own self-destruction mechanisms that I'd learned to survive, actually, ironically, kept me alive. But they did that. They just kept me alive. And that's why when you were speaking there, what resonated me was the three values of speaking from our hearts. Mm -hmm. You know, that the cathartic nature of speaking from our hearts for all of us, no matter where we are in our life, and then embodying that within the the three values that we uphold and, and embrace very dearly. And the first one is learning because we're all learning all the time. Yes. The mm -hmm. second one is loving. Mm. And then the third one is, as you say, passing on those learned and those loving lessons yes. to others, which creates a legacy. So learning, loving, legacy. Three very simple values, but three very, very powerful values. Mm-hmm. So um, we're coming towards the end now, really. So I want to ask you a big question at the end. But before I do that, I just want to ask you, how can people get in touch with you, reach out to you, find out more about you? What's your contact details? Oh, should I reveal all of that? <laughs> Why not? No, I'm already on all the social media. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm on social media, on uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, at uh, Voice the Change. Like if you know the at, the little A with a circle, at Voice yeah. the Change. If, you, if people type at Voice the Change, they'll find me on social media, um, voice, voice the Change. So V-O-I-C-E-T-H-E and Change, C-H-A-N-G-E. And I'll have also a website that I'm um, busy updating relooking voice the change that co that will uh, also show what i offer but yeah all my events are usually on uh, on my social media pages anyway on instagram or facebook you know whatever i my daily inspirations i also have a group a voice the change private group uh, where we share daily inspirations and it's really a group as well where we we can be you know, sharing authentically how we feel, how a post makes us feel. And it's a safe group where we can uh, connect and uh, also be accountable for one another. You know, it's important to mm. be accountable as well, how we're feeling. So we can also check in with each other and, and assist each other because that's it's a supportive group. It's a support group before anything else, you know. So when we when you need support, don't don't uh, yeah. The, you reminded me that this week. <laughs> reach out when you need support. Reach out. So this is the group to reach out. Brilliant. Thank you for that already. So the big question that I want to ask you is: um, Imagine where we've just met for the first time, and we're going up in an elevator um, to the next floor in a hotel or wh wherever it is, um, and so. 
we say hello hello and then I write out the blue say okay please tell me strange lady whoever you may be or strange gentleman for that matter but in this case obviously yourself a lady really tell me in 30 seconds by the time this lifts got to the next floor what would be your one big message to the world and I know you've got lots but one what is the big one in 30 seconds what would that message be or really to give hope and joy to the world be true to yourself and and I think by being true to yourself, you will master your life. So because I, it used to be be the master of your life. I mean, I, I'm still like writing something about be the master of your life. But I think be true to yourself, be, I think is more powerful. Be true to yourself uh, and find your true voice. You find your true authentic voice, you know, to share with others who you truly are. Share your own story because you matter. Everyone matter, but you matter. And uh, mm. you will see the ripple effect of sharing your story and your and and your truth when you will see the ripple effect of that when you start sharing your story and your your truth, yeah, and who you truly are. I think for me this is yeah, a big breakthrough. Whenever I share my story and my truth, I, I always I always gain big breakthrough through that and yeah. And especially also um, by being present. So that's also a great remember to be present in your truth. Yeah. I guess it's interlinked. Huh? It's both interlinked because you have to Absolutely. be present to be aligned with your truth. So yeah, being present in the moment. And we, we often neglect that. You know, sometimes we either think of the past, think of the future, and then we neglect the present moment. And, and now this is what I'm busy practicing is really bringing myself back in the present moment as much as I can being present, being present, being present, being present with you a hundred percent. Yeah. There's, there's an old saying, I just want to close it on this, uh, really. Um, the present is a gift and all gifts should be treasured. Mm. Yes. So on, on that uh, giftful note, if there's even such a word as giftful, well, there is now because we've just introduced it. <laughs> uh, whether it's in the dictionary or not is another matter. But really, I want to thank you so much for, for taking the time to share with us your insights and your wisdom and, and you know, your vulnerability as well. So massive gratitude to you for that. Thank you. No, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure and an honor to, to be able to share authentically with you. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> and there we have it, listeners. And as is the way, all that remains now is for me to say, remember, no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.